I know, I know, I know. The, the, the podcast is a day late. It's 24 hours late. I apologize, everybody. I'm sorry. I'll explain later in the podcast what happened. Oh, it's so annoying. I know you're annoyed when I'm late, and I'm just as annoyed. So I'll talk about what happened just a little bit into the podcast. But first, I'm going to tell you about my experience in uh, New York. I went up to New York City, the Big Apple, to be on the Jimmy Fallon show, and I had an exciting announcement to make. I'm going to tell you all about my my special announcement and uh, my time with Jimmy. I had such a fun time hanging with Jimmy Fallon and and doing the doing the show. Uh, so we'll talk about that. Also, uh, crazy news story. Oh my God! Uh, wait till you hear what somebody cooked in the microwave at the 7-Eleven down the street. Yeah, not not pretty, not tasty. Not, you're not going to like it. And if that doesn't make you cringe, then guess what? Campfire Timmy is here because it's summer, and he's coming in to sing some of his demented, stupid campfire songs. I'm not looking forward to it. This guy drives me nuts. Ah, so get ready for that and everything else. So here we go. Put your helmet on. This is the Harland Highway. I have an announcement. You are about to go down the Harland Highway. Lock the door. I don't want to be a product of my environment. Shut up. I want my environment to be a product of me. You're riding down the Harlan Highway. So, who do I have to fuck to get off this phone? I can get you off. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. Ah, you're a cantaloupe. Shame, Big Daddy. That's why I'm a drunk when I'm drunk. I can stand myself. Keep leaning on that tutor, Charlie, and you're gonna get a shot in the mouth. Act like a man! What's about you? I wasn't really sure what was going on. You're listening to Harlan Williams. The rest is bullshit and you know it. It's the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon and Harlan Williams. Hey! Oh, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Yes, yes, I did it again. I went on the Tonight Show just last week with Jimmy Fallon in New York. And uh, had a great time. Uh, it's the second time I've done the show with Jimmy. The first time I did stand-up comedy on the show. Had a blast. Jimmy invited me back. And uh, this time I just sat on the couch and yucked it up. Yucked it up with Jimmy. That was my first time. And i got to be honest, felt very comfortable and relaxed. And Jim- Jimmy is really smooth at just like... Making you feel at home and uh, not weird, and he's he's it's really good because you know I've been on so many talk shows, and some of them uh, the host uh, is a little antsy or the host makes you feel uncomfortable or you don't have chemistry. You know I've been on with with Kimmel, I've been on with Letterman, I've been on with 
with Leno. I've been on with Conan. I've been on with, uh, I can't even name them all. And, uh, and so it's a dance, it's a vibe, it's a feeling. And, and, uh, with Jimmy, I just, just settled in, felt really warm and natural and, and fantastic. And, and the, 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 the crew up there, all the producers and the people who work behind the scenes and the band and, uh, everyone was just fantastic. So I had an amazing time and I kept hinting at, uh, at me making an announcement on the tonight show. And, uh, if you watched the segment, and by the way, if you want to watch it, you can go to, uh, tonightshow.com and you can, uh, click on past episodes and just look for last Tuesday when I was on with Amy Fowler. She was the lead guest. And then I came on after her, but you can watch my, my little segment with Jimmy and, uh, and it was a great time. So, uh, so, uh, anyways, uh, I want to say thank you to the tonight show. Thanks to Jimmy. Uh, hopefully they'll have me back, but, uh, the announcement that I made, um, was, uh, and I've been, I've been teasing you guys with this for over a year, but there's been a lot of technical issues and a lot of editing and a lot of, of getting it right. But I finally released my latest stand-up comedy special. I announced it on The Tonight Show. That was the big, the big announcement. Uh, Caramel Corn the Pug. Yes, indeed. My, my one-hour special is finally here, and it's exclusively airing on Amazon Prime. So if you want to go on Amazon Prime... And you can download my one-hour special as Caramel Corn the Pug. Caramel Corn the Pug is my special where I did the whole special as a dog. I found this incredible mask where the mouth moves when I talk. And uh, I can't believe it. I did a whole hour in front of 600 people as a freaking dog, man, as a pug. Caramel Corn the Pug. So uh, please, uh, if you want to uh, see something different and have a different, a different taste of stand-up comedy, this is the one. Uh, you go to Amazon Prime and you can buy the uh, the special for X amount of dollars. I think it's nine dollars, and you own it in perpetuity, or you can rent it. I think it's two ninety nine. Um. And, uh, you know, anybody who's, who's, uh, downloading it or watching it, uh, let me thank you in advance. This was a special to give you a little backstory. Uh, you know, normally what happens is you approach or you get approached by a network or a cable network or HBO or Netflix or, or whoever. And they say, Hey, we love Harlan. Let's do, we want to do a special blah, 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 blah. You know, and you do a special and I've done. I don't know how many I've done HBO, I've done Comedy Central, I've done this, I've done that, I've done Showtime. I, I mean, and, and and so at this point in my life and my career, I'm not looking to do another special where it's just me walking out in front of a velvet curtain and talking to the crowd and doing my act. I could do that and I can do it very well. That's what I've done my whole career. But I'm at a point where I want to push the envelope. I want to explore. I want to reinvent. I want to, uh, you know, do what inspires me. And I, and in turn, I want to bring stuff to you guys, the the stand-up audience. I want to bring you stuff that 
might be a little out of the ordinary, might be different, might be, uh, you know, something fresh or maybe completely stupid. It may stink. It may be good. It may be somewhere in the middle. But nonetheless, I want to I want to go places with my stand up and try different things. So I figured I don't think anybody's ever done a stand up special as a dog. Just just hearing that sounds ridiculous, but you know, I'm, I'm glad I did it. It was a big experiment, but, but going back to uh, what I was saying, I kind of knew when I did it that no one would want to do it. And so what I did is I financed the whole special on my own. I paid for the camera people. I paid for the crew. I paid for everything. I paid for the editing, the music, the this, the that. Oh, my God. It was not cheap, but that's my, my commitment to what I do. And, and I kind of went into it knowing that it was more than likely going to get rejected uh, by all the big cable networks and everyone involved, uh, Netflix and HBO and Comedy Central. And uh, knowing that, I went into it anyways. But once the special was finished, I submitted it to all those places and they all took a pass, which was not a surprise to me. It was a disappointment, I'll be honest. I was hoping one of them would be like, oh my God, this is so weird and different. Let's do it. But I kind of knew that it would probably scare them more than anything. And so as a result, uh, all the big the big uh, places passed. And by the way, these are all places that have done specials with me before. But nobody in the history of comedy has ever done a special with a dog. Again, just hearing that out loud, it sounds ridiculous. So, um, so I went into it knowing that the odds of someone picking it up were probably slim. Uh, and that I'd have to do everything on my own, which I'm fine with. I kind of enjoy that too. It's nice if you can get someone to pay for everything, but in this case, I couldn't. I, I did. So thankfully, with this new digital age we live in, there are outlets for this stuff. You know, there's Vimeo and there's YouTube and there's this and there's that. But but Amazon Prime is actually a big, giant, global platform that lots of people use and have access to. And and thanks to them, they they put up a, 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 a way for uh, serious or not serious filmmakers or artists to, to display... Uh, and find a home for their material. So that's where you're going to find Caramel Corn the, the Pug. It's it's no different than going on iTunes and buying a song. You you go sign in to Amazon Prime, you type in Caramel Corn the Pug, kick them in the kibble, and there it is. It comes up. So uh, for those of you that are interested and hopefully want to have a laugh and see something that's quite out of the ordinary... Uh, I hope you uh, I hope you sign up. I hope you uh, rent or buy Caramel Corn the Pug, kick him in the kibble. Uh, and uh, it's my passion project. It's my stand-up comedy that I brought to you to enjoy and hopefully have a laugh. So there you go. Uh, that was my big announcement on The Tonight Show. Again, thanks to The Tonight Show. Thanks to them for Jimmy was so gracious plugging Caramel Corn the Pug. He held up the... The, the artwork and he talked about it and he, he couldn't have been more gracious and 
and giving and uh, just wonderful. So all, all of those guys and Jimmy, thank you so very much. I hope you guys like Caramel Corn the Pug. Please write to me or call me or even leave a review. If you order the movie on Amazon Prime, you can write a review. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what you guys think. Um, and just just before you, if you write a bad review or a good review or somewhere in the middle, just, just remember that, boy, doing this special was freaking scary, okay? Doing stand-up on its own is, is pretty terrifying. But once you get good at it and once you build a career, you, you kind of get into a comfort zone, right? You fall into a comfort zone with your stand-up. And that doesn't mean you don't keep writing and you're not creative, but you kind of start to realize what you can do and what you can't do and what you're good at, like any job, right? So what I wanted to do was push the boundaries of comedy, but also push my own boundaries and do something that I'd never done before. And I don't think anybody's ever done before. And so if you think going out on stage and entertaining a room full of 600 people for an hour and making them laugh nonstop is hard, try doing it when, you're, when you've got a mask on your head of a pug. Again, saying it out loud sounds ridiculous. So, so uh, to, to give you a little history on, on the special... I only probably tried going out on stage as Caramel Corn the Pug about five times. And when I did it, I only did it for about four to five minutes those five times because I wanted to test it and see if if it had a reaction, if people just sat there, if they hated it, if they liked it, if they thought it was interesting. And the four or five times that I tried it for four or five minutes, it seemed to work. But I only did four or five minutes because I was kind of terrified. I kind of it was a, it was a new thing. It's one thing to do stand up as Harlan Williams. It's different when you have a dog head on. Again, saying it out loud sounds ridiculous. So I transitioned from trying this four or five times for five minutes in front of you know you know uh, maybe a hundred or two hundred people uh, in comedy clubs as a test run to stepping into doing it for an hour in front of 600 people with with seven cameras in front of me and shooting a special. So I really just kind of went from putting my toe in the water to diving into the deep end all the way to the bottom. And it was scary. It was weird. I didn't know if I was going to lose everyone after five minutes, if they're going to be, okay, enough with the mask. We get it. But I'll tell you what, when you watch the special, these people stayed with me right up to the end. So really interesting and fun. And just so you know, as Carmel Corn the Pug, I wanted to give him his own identity. So you're not really seeing me. You're, you're hearing my material. But what you're seeing is Carmel Corn. And what I did is I made him a little bit edgier. I'm, I'm usually not really blue. I don't usually use a lot of foul language, but... I thought it kind of worked for this character. The idea of kind of a, a, a pug, which is a lovable little dog uh, that's rough around the edges and uses some blue language and, and has a little, a little bit edgier material, I thought that kind of worked well for, for this, you know, juxtaposing raw material against, uh, you know, a, a lovable sweet pug. And so uh, I feel like it's a lot of fun. It kind of works. 
But enough about that. I'll let you guys be the judge. Please, if you can, if you have an hour in your life to spare, please go to Amazon Prime and download Caramel Corn the Pug. Kick them in the kibble. And uh, thank you, and thank you again to everyone at The Tonight Show. Well, again, I want to apologize for the, the show being a day late. Oh, my God. I, I just I, I get these technical issues with my equipment, and sometimes it just freaking shuts down on me. Luckily, I have this technician guy where I don't know if you've ever done the, 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 uh, the Google screen share thing with your computer. I mean, this is how amazing technology is. I have a technician guy who was, who was de- working down in Brazil, and I texted him. I'm like, dude, please help me. I can't, I can't get my stuff to work. It's jammed. It's frozen. It's, it's mental. And so through the miracle of computers, I'm, al- I'm able to send him a code, and he can actually come onto my computer from Brazil and take over. He, he basically can see the screen, and through his keyboard, it now becomes my keyboard. So he was able to come in in about, in about less than a minute and a half. He fixed it. And so here I am able to... Uh, to to bring you the podcast, but it, it's a day late due to this snafu, and it drives me nuts. I get so much anxiety because I, I know the faithful pavement pounders are listening, and they're like, where the hell is it? Why? What's going on, man? Like, why, why can't I hear the highway? What? You know, people are probably shaking their computers like an etch-a-sketch board, like trying to hear if the podcast is rattling around. Where, I, where is it? I can't hear it. I want my, I want my highway, man. Okay, annoying character voice. Um, so anyways, um, thank you for your patience. Every now and then we have a little snafu. Uh, but let's get back to summer is here. And how's everyone's summer going? We're right in the middle of it, man. This is August. We're right at the beginning of August. How's it? Hold on. Hold on. Hello? Roger, are we expecting someone? Hello? Come in. Hi. Oh, God, not you. Don't, don't, oh, God, me, Mississippi mud pie ass. Oh, God, what are you doing here, Timmy? You know why I'm here. It's summer. Okay, it's summer. Whoopie-doo. So? So what? So, summer plus campfire song equals summer campfire song. What What the hell was that? That's called a math equation. Maybe if you went to school and didn't spend so much time hanging around at soup kitchens, you'd know stuff. Timmy, what do you want? I'm here to sing campfire songs in summer. Oh, God, you're about the worst campfire song singer on planet Earth. Yeah? Well, why don't you, you, why don't you go eat your Mississippi mudslide underpants? I don't have Mississippi mudslide underpants. Yeah, well, why don't you pull your hair plugs till your eyelids pull up into your face? Kid, I don't have p- hair plugs. Yeah, but I bet you have a butt plug. Stop it! What? 
What? What? God, what's the matter? The cat got your tongue? Or did you slam your tongue in the back end of a dump truck, stupid? I didn't slam my tongue into a dump truck. Yeah? Yeah. Well? Well, what? Well, go suck a can of cinnamon. Well, hurry up. And are you singing songs or what? I told you I was. Doorknob teeth? I'm not doorknob teeth. You ever seen a doorknob? Yes. You ever brushed your teeth? Yes. Doorknob teeth. Shut up, kid. God, you're annoying. So is your fat cellulite upper thigh meat. St- don't talk about my upper thigh meat. Why? Because it's fat? Kid, you are really grinding it. Yeah, I bet you're on the grinder app looking for man meat. I'm not looking for man meat. Hurry, sing your stupid songs. Okay. Okay, what? I'm going to sing my campfire songs. Well, hurry up, kid. I'm hurrying. If you'd stop using up all the oxygen with your oxyfab fart face. Kid, I'm going to... You're going to what? My father owns this place. Sing your first stupid song. What is it, kid? It's called Wild Rhubarb... Wild... What? What is it? Wild Rhubarb Pie. Wild Rhubarb Pie. What the hell does that even mean, kid? Well, when you're out camping, okay, there's lots of wild berries and fruits around. Yeah, so? So, if you find some wild rhubarb, you can make a wild rhubarb pie. A wild rhubarb pie. And have you ever found wild rhubarb? I sure have. Where? In your underpants. Hurry up with your stupid... Wild rhubarb rhubarb pie. Hurry up. Thank you. Oh, let's make a pie. Let's make a pie. Let's 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 make a pie. Let's 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 make a wild rhubarb pie. I'm walking through the bushes. What the heck is that? Is it a bush, a blueberry bush? Is it a bush, a raspberry bush? Is it a strawberry, a strawberry bush? Oh, God. Shut up. No, it's wild rhubarb Let's make a wild rhubarb pie. Let's make a wild rhubarb pie. Hey there, girl. Hey there, guy. Let's make a wild rhubarb pie. Oh, God. Shut up. Rhubarb pie. Oh, my God. What? That was just about the... That was... uh, That was more painful than walking into a helicopter propeller. Why don't you walk into your fat, stretchy underpants and see if you can find a baby moose? A baby moose in my underpants. You betcha, and it's all brown. Kid, do you have another stupid campfire song? 
Yes, because I always do three. Then get the second one out and then get the third one out. Why don't you pull your teeth out and go eat a cob of corn, you dirty old street bag? I'm not a dirty old street bag. Yeah, well, I bet your bag smells like a dirty old street. Kid, stop talking about my bag and sing your dumb song. What's the next one? It's called S'mores Ghost in the Tent. What? What? Well, when you go camping in the summer, you use a tent, right? Okay. And what if in that tent there's a s'mores ghost? A s'mores ghost? What the hell is a s'mores ghost? Well, when you eat s'mores around the campfire, right? Okay. Later when you're sleeping in the tent. Right. You do s'mores farts. S'mores farts. That's right, or in this case, ghosts. So you're calling your farts ghosts. S'mores farts. S'mores farts equals s'mores ghosts. Oh, my God. Just sing it, kid. This is ridiculous. Thank you. You're not welcome. Suck pomegranate seeds right up your mouse trap. Shut up and sing, dummy. Oh, oh, what's that whispering around the tent? What's that whispering around the tent? What's that whispering around the tent? Floating and bobbing and weaving and dancing. Oh, it's a little s'mores ghost. It's a little s'mores ghost. It came out of the cave in the valley. The s'mores ghost came out of the cave in the valley. And now it floats around in the haunted tent. Doot, 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 doot. Oh, my God. I'm not finished. Hurry up. Oh, the s'mores ghost came out of the cave in the valley. Doot, 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 doot. He floats around into your nose, makes you sniff until you puke. The s'mores ghost makes you puke because he smells, because he smells, because he smells. He smells. Okay, and that, no. Go to the next song. I wasn't finished. You're finished. The s'mores ghost comes out of the cave in the valley. Yeah, that means your butthole. I know what it means. And it floats around the tent. Well, unless you open the flap, it can't get out. Oh, my God. Do you go to mental school or what, kid? Up yours with a bag of licorice. Home slice. Oh, do your last song. Hurry up. Shut the garage door on your garage face. Sip, do your last song, idiot. Suck a bag of styrofoam peanuts right up your crab dip. Fucking bobbing for apples, snot grabber. Kid, I'm about to throw you out of here. Okay, I'll do my last song. Here it is. Oh, I can't wait for this. This should be ripe. What's this one called? It's my own song. It's called Let Me See Your Booty. Let me see your booty. That's right. I wrote it myself. Oh, God. Just do it and get the hell out of here. Shut up, farmer's dozen, egg collecting, chicken beak twat. Hurry up, dummy.
Okay, here it is! Let me see that booty! Let me see that booty! Shake that dirty booty! Shake that dirty booty! Oh, let me see that booty! Slide it all around! Let me see that booty! A big fat bag of grease! Come on! Come on! Well, stop! Stop! What the hell was that? It's, it's my song! That is not your song! That is like a rap song or something! It's my song! It's called... Let me see your booty. First of all, it's not your song. And second, that's not something you sing around a campfire. Ah, go wash your face in a blender at a nun's house. At a nun's house. That's right. Oh, let me see your booty. Let me see your booty. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me see your booty. Let me see that booty. Oh, 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 oh. Let me see your booty. Swing it like Thor's hammer. Oh, swing it, swing it, swing it, swing it, swing it, swing it, swing it. Stop. Stop, stop, stop. Get the hell out, kid. I'm not finished. You're done. Get the, take your booty and moonwalk out the door. Unbelievable. Time-wasting freak. You should be at a special needs camp wearing a helmet that's on really, really tight. Yeah, and you should... Carve a pumpkin and stuff it in your f farmer's market face. Get out of here. Go suck a bag of sawdust down at the old dirty sawmill down by the creek. Salmon eggs, shavings, sh shit massager. I'm not a salmon egg shaving shit massager. Get the hell out of here. Up yours, ice cream farts. Get out. Oh, let me shake that booty. Let me shake that booty. Let me shake. Get out! Roger, turn the. Don't turn it up. Turn that kid. Stupid music off. Turn it off. Turn it off. Roger, turn it off. Good God. What in the name of hell is wrong with that demented freak campfire Timmy? Like, really, shouldn't he really be in a home for special needs kids? Like, like severely special? Like, almost borderline, like, straight jacket? What a dumb... The s'mores ghost and the wild rhubarb pie. The worst campfire songs known to eternity. God, go to a commercial. Let's let me collect my thoughts, and we'll come back and uh, go to a commercial. God, what an idiot! Fresh is a walk through the woods on an early spring morning. Fresh is a gentle breeze that takes you by surprise. Fresh is simple with summer's eve, the most convenient disposable dish you can buy. This exclusive one-piece unit means there's nothing to assemble. And it's available in two fragrances, or vinegar and water. The solution doctors recommend. With Summer's Eve, freshness has never been simpler. The Harland Highway. Crazy news story. That's weird. Wow. That's strange stuff. I okay, I... <laughs> You know, I don't know if it could even get any stranger after what we just witnessed with Campfire Timmy, but, you know, hopefully this 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 erases his memory and this is weirder than him, but 
Here's our crazy news story headline. This is unbelievable. Ready? Here it is. Woman fined after urine sample damages 7-Eleven microwave. What is going on in this world? A Denver woman was cited Thursday for allegedly causing damage to a 7-Eleven store's microwave oven when she tried to heat a urine sample, authorities said. Because, you know, it's that time of year in the middle of the summer where it's frosty and cold. And, you know, what warms the bones more than a, a nice, hearty, warm cup of old, nice steaming urine? Oh, and when you run out of apple cider, hot apple cider, you just... Yeah, you, you just cook your own urine up and take the chill off your bones. What the hell? Here we go. A store clerk reported seeing the suspect identified as Angelique Sanchez, 26, place something in the store's microwave before hearing a loud bang seconds later. I don't know what the loud bang was. I guess, I guess uh, microwaves don't respond to urine so well. The clerk reportedly told Sanchez to clean up the mess or, sh or she would alert the police. Sanchez then wiped out the microwave onto the floor with napkins. What the hell? First of all, why is she... Who carries around a urine sample? One, except for Lance Armstrong. And B, why do you heat it up? Isn't urine kind of warm when it comes out? The clerk then called the police and told them she noticed yellow liquid dripping from the microwave and the smell was unquestionably urine. Oh, yeah, urine is pungent enough, let alone you heat it up in a microwave. I mean, I, I talked earlier about heating up apple cider. We've all been in, the, in a Christmassy house where the smell of hot apple cider is permeating in the air and it... It just smells so Christmassy and nice and apple-y and cinnamony. What the hell does hot, warmed-up urine make the house feel like? Good Lord. Police later found Sanchez about half a mile away at a health clinic where she was waiting to undergo a physical exam and urinalysis for a potential job, according to the report. Here we go. I think we're starting to figure out this dummy probably was a drug user. And you know how when you boil water, you kill all the microbes and the bacteria and all the bad stuff. This dummy was probably thinking on the way to the job interview, I'll go cook my urine for a minute and a half in the microwave at 7-Eleven and, and kill all the bad stuff. And then when I hand in my urine, it'll be crisp and clear and clean. Although she forgot, how would she explain that it's piping hot and it has whipped cream and a cherry on the top of it? Ay, ay, ay. Oh, look, here we go. I think I was right. One of the quality check measures for urine screening involves making sure the sample is at body temperature or around 98.6 degrees. Sanchez reportedly told the police she had clean, cleaned up the mess but did not understand the problem. No, there's no problem, man. Please, go ahead. Please, heat up your urine in the microwave, and if you happen to have a meatloaf in your pants, 
If you happen to have a big fat number two meatloaf, would you like to heat that up in there too? When I reminded her that urine blew up where the people prepared their food, she told me it was not real urine, a police officer wrote in his report. Oh, okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll sit around at home. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll whip up some fake urine. I'll put it in a sample jar, and I'll go heat up fake urine for no particular reason. The officer said Sanchez was issued a summons for damaged property after informing her that the microwave was worth $500. Sanchez was also not allowed to take the drug test that day. And in a post note, uh, the good news is 7-Eleven hired her on the spot to be a clerk. Okay, I made up that last part. They did not... I'm not insinuating that that's the level of a 7-Eleven clerk, but in a way I am. Yes, I am. Um, So there you go, man. People do the weirdest things. Does she not have a microwave at home? Isn't that something you would do in a very... I mean, this girl should be charged with more than $500. What if it had not spilled and blown up? What if someone didn't catch it? I mean, the fact that someone's in a place where there's food and, and you it's a communal microwave oven where you heat up your hot dogs and, and who knows what else. And some nut job had the, had the brains to go in there and cook their urine. Ay, ay, ay. What people, people, what is happening to us? What is happening to us? I wonder what she put in the freezer. I wonder what what wonder if if you go in there to buy some fish sticks or some frozen peas, what what you're gonna find? Uh yes. Um. Yeah, this tampon is this supposed to be frozen in the? You know what I mean? Like it just can go downhill from there. So, thanks a lot, Sanchez, for warming up your piss for us. And uh, next time, I hope they throw you in jail. And they force you to have a golden shower before you go into your cell. How about that? See what that's like. There, there's some warm pee for you. All your other cellmates giving you a nice little shower, a little taste of your own medicine. How about that? Oy, oy, oy. So there you go. Crazy news story. Roger, wrap it up. I'm going to go get a drink. I'm getting thirsty. <laughs> Oh boy, I think we I think we end the show there, gang. Holy smokes. You know, maybe there was a reason my, my equipment broke. Maybe there was a reason I, I, I was late with the podcast. And, you know, had I known Campfire Timmy was coming in, I probably would have just waited another week. Ah, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, anyways, um... As I said earlier in the show, uh, if you're if you're into stand-up comedy and you're into my stand-up comedy and you're into experimental and different and weird and a kind of form of stand-up comedy you've definitely never seen before, please go to Amazon Prime and uh, buy or rent my new special, Caramel Corn the Pug, Kick 'em in the Kibble. 
Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's definitely something different, and I hope you enjoy it. And uh, leave me a review, or you can write me at harlanwilliams.com and let me know if you like it or hate it or you're somewhere in between. I'd love to get your feedback. Also, uh, you can uh, phone me and leave a voicemail if you want, 323-739-4330. Love to hear what you think. And uh, as far as stand-up comedy, gang, uh, my next gig, ooh, it's an exciting one. It's going to be in September. I'm off for the rest of the summer, but mid-September, I'm going to be in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Oh, yeah, great city, and I'm going to be doing a show with my good buddy, Tom Green, from MTV and the Tom Green Show. Tom Green, me and Tom are really good buddies. I just had lunch with Tom today, by the way, and we always have a good time talking about things. Um, so me and Tom will be, like, co-headlining, doing the show together up at, uh, up at the Blackfoot Inn in Calgary at the uh, Comedy Stop, and uh, it's going to be a great time. We're there September 13, 14, and 15. So if you want to see two of Canada's wackiest, wildest comedians working together, and uh, it's going to be a really great show. So I hope you get your tickets. Go online to harlanwilliams.com. Pre-order your tickets because I I have a sneaky feeling these shows are all going to sell out with me and Tom there together. So you don't want to be left out in the Calgary cold. Uh, get your tickets ahead of time. Uh, and like I said, that's it for the summer and the fall. I kind of have a light schedule. I'm actually working on a lot of writing projects right now. I'm I'm actually uh, writing a couple of uh, feature films right now. I can't really go into what they are at the moment, but I'm I'm actually working on three at a time. I'm writing two of the feature films. And then a third one, I'm doing like what they call punch-up. That's where you take a script that's already finished and they hire a guy like me to go through it and punch it up and add jokes and, and just kind of give it another extra layer of funny and, and, you know, good little beats to just give it that extra oomph, you know. So I'm, I'm just so busy writing. I've actually had to cut back on my my stand-up touring a little bit, but that's a good thing. I, I like doing both. So, uh, and then of course I'm writing in the meantime, I'm writing on puppy dog pals. I, I write on every single episode of that show and, uh, between me, you and uh, the, uh, the, the moon, I'm actually working on a couple of other animated series that I've sold here in old Holly weird that I can't tell you about yet, but I will. So, Man, I am just so freaking busy. And uh, even though this podcast takes a lot of work, it, it's kind of like a little reprieve from from all, all my work. It lets me take my mind off things and get crazy and talk to you guys and reach out and just spread a little laughter. So uh, I thank you for being here, gang. I really appreciate it. Please tell your friends to get on the Harland Highway podcast. And like I said, if you want to call me, 323-739-4330, or you can write me at harlemwilliams.com. We also have a great store there. We also have a way you can uh, buy our premium uh, membership. If you want every episode of the Har- Harland Highway ever done, it's uh, $20 a year for hours and hours and hours and days of, of entertainment. It's, it's probably the best deal around. 
Uh, also, uh, again, thank you to Jimmy Fallon and the Tonight Show. Had such a great time. Look forward to the next one. And uh, don't forget Caramel Corn the Pug. Kick him in the kibble on Amazon Prime. And that's it, gang. Uh, I hope your summer's going great. If you're out camping, keep your eyes open for that idiot campfire, Timmy. Don't let him ruin your camping trip. And that's it. I'm going to pack it up. Again, apologies for being a little late, but uh, this technical stuff, it drives me crazy. But nonetheless, we got it done, and hopefully next week we have no issues and we're right on time uh, making sure you pavement pounders have your dose of the highway. So there we go. That's it. Until next time, everybody, keep it real in the deal. And chicken chow mein, baby. Up yours with a bag of licorice. Home slice. <laughs>